catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Welcome to the second episode of my chat with Ademola and Ilerio Lua on KYC, digital and biometric IDs in Africa. Ademola is the marketing and communications lead at Simfix and Ilerio Lua is the lead infrastructure engineer at Premly. In the first episode, we touched on the state of ID systems and ID trends in Africa in 2022, the challenges and potentials for growth and many more issues. If you missed the first part of this episode, please search for the title Much Ado About KYC, Biometric and Digital IDs in Africa, wherever you're listening to this episode. In this second part, we delve deeper into how digital IDs are revolutionizing service delivery in Africa and Ademola and Ilerio Lua try to explain if biometric and digital IDs are really solving the issues that Africa faces from insecurity, hunger, unemployment and so on. Take a listen. Okay, uh, now that being said, since we're all here and we're all about raising awareness, um, providing the much needed information and at the same, same time scaling these stories of how technology is helping Africa move into the new uh, um, world into a much more uh, a better environment let's look at how biometric or digital IDs um, as they're being adopted and implemented are really solving the issues that we're facing you've mentioned you know insecurity uh, maybe unemployment, hunger, uh, and you know the myriad of issues or problems you're facing. Uh, and please try to maybe tie this to um, also how these digital IDs are revolutionizing service delivery in Africa, so that um, people better understand that you know these things are more good, um, and we see the brighter side of it than you know the smaller areas of mistrust or the smaller areas of you know ugliness that would need to work on yeah so i mean it's a no-brainer uh there's just a whole lot the whole lot of of benefits in this all right so but it all depends who who you are speaking to uh to help you be able to direct uh, the benefit but on a very generic note as I mentioned earlier, identity is about building trust, right? And uh, for you to, if you are digitally identified, you would have better access to, you know, opportunities, you know, services out there. Apart from the ones that the government is mandating you to do in order to maybe you want to get your passport. In today's world, uh, we have a lot of startups that provide a lot of services, a lot of apps you know to help you do one thing or the other right having a digital identity you know gives you the uh, advantage that you need to you know make use of, of some of these services right so i mean it's a long list of benefits if you want to go down uh and be narrow to uh, uh um, to for example in the financial institution 
today if you are if you want to onboard on an app where you are looking to start saving money for example you have to provide some level of uh, verification for that and at the end of the day is even for your own good because you having access to those services and you have a valid identity also protects you right protects you from fraud or from fraudulent activities at least to some extent, people will have more difficult. Uh, they, will, they will they have more difficult time trying to you know maybe hack an app or like your bank account or something of that nature, right? So it's limitless. It's just it's just limitless for the layman on the streets who doesn't uh, uh, see the benefit of uh, you know being on the digital identity or having a digital identity. For a layman on the street, it will be about us even in the technology field you know building solutions that you know can benefit that layman in the streets and he can find so much value that it even encourages him or her to want to even you know go and uh, enroll for her nin for example right so i think we we have that role to play as us in the digital uh, technology space to keep being innovative around building technologies that can encourage that but it's, it's just limitless it's just just limitless yeah. mm, okay what do you think yes just further going on what he said yes this is actually quite limitless right there are certain services that you cannot um, um, access in nigeria for example without um, having certain like an NIN or or things like that. For example, you want to take a loan, right? You would need to be verified to be able to take a loan. And these digital systems have made it so easy to get your verification. So why wouldn't you want to do that? That's that's the question for a, a normal person on the road, right? Why wouldn't I want to have myself registered on these digital services when I know that in future, if I decide to take a loan, I don't really need to have to go to my brick and mortar bank. I can do it from the safety of my house, just from my phone, tap a few figures, and next thing I have a um, fully certified loan, right? Then also in terms of security, right? You have um, a, a country where, in, a, in, a, in an ideal system where everybody's registered, everybody has an identity, right? What happens is, should anything happen, should you for example maybe commit a crime or go missing it's easier for you to be tracked because your identity is known by the government right it's not a situation whereby it would actually tie even into our forensic forensic system in um, in nigeria where you commit a crime and people easily get away with it even in our traffic in our traffic um, um situation in nigeria you you commit a traffic a, a traffic offense and most times people get away with it but now the way the way things are going things the order that identity systems brings you commit a traffic offense you would meet your bill you'll probably get a, a text message now saying oh yes you have to pay to so and so bill so those are things that that the id system has brought into into play you you having an identity brings order you have order so that's i think that's the that's one of the biggest benefits, the order and security that it brings into into um, every uh, the everyday man's life, and also the comfort in some of the certain services that you can attain because you are a registered well Nigerian or a registered um, person on the system. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, what are the areas in this ID system sector? You know that 
you think has the potential to you know become bigger to explode and if you're going to make predictions as to you know adoption regulation um you know, generally in this in this in the id sector in africa in nigeria you know what would your predictions be and which areas do you think have like the greatest potential for growth well considering that we 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 first need to tackle the underlying problems right if we can actually get people enrolled right that's like for me that's where the biggest potential for growth is actually getting people to enroll on the system the moment you can get past that the moment you can get past enrollment then the use cases are endless honestly the use cases are endless you have the use of id systems in security you have the use of id systems in in um, financial sector, in the political sector, just without even getting your NIN, you want a social, uh, your sorry, your your voter's card. You want a situation whereby someone is not double registered, one one man having two different identities and being able to vote in two different places. So those are things that if we can get the, the, the groundwork right, those are things that would it would expand into your political sector, your financial sector. Even uh, a man commits fraud and easily gets away with it because, well, he's using using the um, the identity of a well, sorry, a dead man, right? Because well, nobody knows that the man is dead anyways. So because there's no appropriate registration. So those are things that if we can conquer the problems that we firstly have, right, we can then start to expand into this certain areas without any any fear of of i would say breaches or any fear of of fraud or things like that the the, the primary thing is get it right from from groundwork build that order because that's what identity brings it brings order the moment you can get your your identity right as i am right now i'm a registered nigerian the certain things that as a registered nigerian i do not want to do right because i have myself in the system i know what this means to me like i know what my my identity can can like be used for and how it can be used to affect me adversely so you you would see people actually begin to um adjust to that order and well the more you have that other sectors start to grow exponentially because the comfort so i'll just give an example um back back then you would have to go to the bank. You physically have to go to the bank and submit some, maybe your your bill for the month or stuff like that. You have to go and do fingerprints and things like that. But right now, I can sit at the corner of my room and open a bank account. That comfort that I want to have, that that um, that development is something that everyone, I'm sure everyone wants to have, right? And those are the areas that will just further improve with with more. Um, um, tech, technological solutions and technology companies providing more services that are easily attainable because our verification system and our ID systems are in place. So, yeah. Mm. Thank you. Ademola, what's your take? Yes, of course, I agree with Yuri uh, Lua 100% on the, his thoughts on that. Um, I'll just add, add some bit of it. Um, so, so yes, particularly on you know ensuring that people are first enrolled into you know these uh, uh, um, digital identities, right? Very key, very very key. Here at Simfix, we we believe so much in that. It's part of you know our core values that we provide to you know 
uh, our customers and we are just about somehow trying to enable you know uh, especially government institutions to be able to enroll their citizens into a foundational database right now when that happens it's limitless he gave an example i want to give an example with like in the african continent right now you could see uh if we somehow have gotten identity right in the entire continent in africa you can actually have the government in africa have policies that can enable you know some kind of cross-border trade uh in it for example you can have someone in in kenya or someone in nigeria selling a footwear to someone in kenya right and if the one of the, the foundational thing that will enable this uh, cross-border uh, uh, trade to happen is identity if the guy in nigeria can trust that uh the guy at the other end in, in kenya i mean i can seamlessly make a financial transaction that financial transaction somehow has to be connected to 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 an identity it has to be tied to, to someone's identity today it's is is very difficult if you've tried to you know maybe uh send money or you know uh, across within africa right for every time you need to make transactions within africa you need to first of all go to the dollar right you first of all go to the dollar before you know uh it, 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 it will now probably change to that uh, uh currency but there are things being put in place today uh there's a project uh called uh paps pan-african payments and settlement system i'm sure you're aware about uh that now perhaps as a project in itself is somehow tied around digital identity perhaps is like the bvn for africa <laughs> right and that is tied around uh, identity so if if when paps is probably ready and you know active across africa digital identities would be what will power that so when when paps is, is in its full force we can be able to have cross-border trade without having any issues you don't probably need to go to the dollar uh, to 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 send or uh, have financial uh, transactions i could send you log into my bank account and send you money to Ghana and you will receive it instantly. And that is going to be tied to digital identities, right? So this is one big example for me that I feel like is going to be exploding in the near future. But like uh, like we are saying here, we need to fundamentally uh, get the, even the enrollment in, uh, uh, we need to get that uh, right. And for us here at Simfix, it's something of priority which we, uh, trying to work with uh, a lot of government of, uh, of bodies across Africa to see, you know, how to enable them uh, enroll their citizens seamlessly into the foundational database, just just like we do today in partnership uh, with uh, NIMSI. Very valid and solid examples um, that um, you have both raised. And um, just to pick your brain a bit, do you think we would have in maybe 2023 a unicorn? from this id system sector uh adimola and Larry. <laughs> i mean i would say <laughs> the conversations about 
having a unicorn in the ID space. I don't know about 2023, right? Okay. Uh, but I just, I just want to be optimistic. I'll just say yes. It's, it's looking like it because the adoption, there's more awareness in people in trying to adopt, you know, and doing a whole lot. Government bodies and other private you know, organizations doing a whole lot in that space. So yeah, <laughs> it's highly possible to to see come 2023. Okay, fingers crossed uh, in optimism. Ilario Lua, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with that actually because I mean I work in a in a in an in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a company that provides an ID solution, right? And it is very possible. The the the, the potential is there. It's right there in front of us. It's just, and I think, and I would say that a lot of these organizations, using mine as an example, we are going in the right direction. Right? We are not yet there but it's very possible that we would have a 2023 well that's tight but yes very possible why not interesting let's switch this up a bit uh we're at at the end of 2022 towards the end of 2022 and uh, expecting a lot of good things we have a lot of expectations for 2023 um and it's really important as the year um somehow comes to a close it's also time to look back and reflect you know the end of the calendar can be very emotional for a lot of us uh with countdowns hashtags and things like that you know but whether you had the best year yet or you're still trying to wrap your heads around the year that is ending we all have the feeling that it's the end of the year so Ademola what would be your most memorable moment of 2022 this is a bit personal and I understand sorry not with respect to our identity and <laughs> you as Ademola okay. yeah <laughs> okay so for me um, it's a whole lot but I want to narrow it down to the, the political awareness of you know, young people in Nigeria. I think that's a highlight for me. Um, a lot of things have probably gone wrong over the years. <sighs> Not pointing fingers, but I mean, in in I'm in my early thirties, and I feel energized and excited that there is hope, right? And as I popularly, I would always say, uh, you can't break the will of a man that has hope. All of a sudden, there is hope for a better Nigeria. And I'm happy to see that we somehow, the young people, are interested in seeing Nigeria work. For me, that is the highlight of it. Hmm. Okay, that's good. Um, Ilir Lua, uh, your most memorable moment or moments, 2022. Okay, for me, um, I think it, I have a personal, on a personal level, I moved from a, a financial, from the financial sector, right, basically, from... Um, a, a company that provides financial services to the identification ID system industry where I am right now. And what, what that's been is it's been eye-opening for me. I have seen or I have been a part, I've been, I'm happy to have been a part of this um, push that we have while we're all doing whatever the organization is, we're all doing it together either ways. Right? I'm happy to be a part of it. So that's that's one. Then from a being a Nigerian perspective, I think I'll just like to um, buy into Ademola's idea, which is actually really nice to see. Um, I'm quite patriotic, so <laughs> I like the fact that everyone is now not just um, vocal about it, but I see action. People want to, people want to get us a better Nigeria. People want a better Nigeria because, in the end, it's all for the good of everyone. So, yeah, those are the two things that are the highlights for me. 
Mm, okay, so what are your top three songs from the year 2022 and what are your wishes for 2023? Well, I've, I don't put it, I'm not really a music person, but I'd say Burner Boys Last Last would stand out for me. I don't have a top three. Yeah. Okay. Burner Boys Last Last stands out for me. Then my wish for 2023. Never actually really thought about it. Never thought about what I I wish for in 2023. I just know that as a as a working class person, I, I obviously want a a better um I say a better life basically, right? And what that means for me is not just me personally, but my organization getting more deals and getting more getting um, more deals basically. Yeah. So that would that would be that be. Mm. Okay. Okay, that's good. Um, Ademola, uh, you'd have to. Are you are you a music person, uh, Ademola? <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I think I have. <laughs> I have. Uh, there's been a major decline in, in recent years. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just laughing because as he asked the question, I quickly brought <laughs> it to my album. <laughs> like, let me see. <laughs> you know. What, what, what's going on here? Uh, I used to be a DJ before, so that automatically oh. makes me makes me a music person, right? So, but the, in recent times, uh, I've, I've not really paid too much attention to that, right? But from the expo of my Apple Music, I think, uh, well, the most recent songs that I've had on my playlist um, is this song from. Um, from uh from Dulce Onyekon, uh titled Ya. Yeah. I think that's like I probably played that song play, probably played ten to twenty times a day, you know. I like it so much, right? Um then of course in the uh I also like just maybe like every other young Nigerian, I like uh Asake. <laughs> so Asake has been the the trending guy you know <laughs> so I, I don't even know which one now what's a, a lot of songs from him but i think i i like terminator then in terms of wishes for 2023 i have i'm sorry to put it this way but i think i just have one political wish i'm 100 obedient and i want a po presidency <laughs> So, uh, maybe this was not a political show, but I mean, he asked me for my wish, right? So, I'm allowed to say that this is what I wish for, right? Uh, I personally believe it's the beginning. Uh, it's going to, you know, put a lot of things in place for me and also for the country in 2023. So, I'm unashamed. I'm very vocal about it. So, it's, it's something I want to see happen in 2023. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts and your... Um personal life with <laughs> um with um as we have spoken i've been speaking to um, adimola who leads uh, marketing and communications at simfix and lirio lua who is the lead infrastructure engineer at premly and we have been talking the trends that shape the kyc biometric and digital id systems in africa Governments across Africa are introducing biometric ID systems, startups are on the rise, um, Western leanings too are also there, and there are a lot of conversations around the estimated half a billion people um, on the continent who have no form of um, legal 
biometric or digital identification and advocacy groups have also highlighted some human rights issues that we may not be paying attention to let the conversation continue let the conversations continue from here and let us make africa a better place to stay in and let us also move from um, where we are into um, the future that we want to be in um, that's all for now thank you very much um, Iliru Lua, um for joining us and for sharing your thoughts here you're welcome and thank you to Adimola too. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.